What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Stalemates. Let's go. Let's go. Another week. I like We're that. We're back, baby. How you feeling, Tyler? I'm good. Good to be back in the studio. It's been fun getting to do this every week and check in. We uh, we haven't really been missing, which is good. Every Sunday, I'm like laying in bed and I'm like thinking. Is this a week that we're going to miss? But or is we there going to be nothing to talk about? There yeah. Is. Well, there's always something to talk about in wrestling, of course, and that's thanks to uh, the Twitter streets, the forums. Shout out to everybody that talks on those things, kind of stirs up the drama, the storylines. We all love this sport. At the end of the day, it's all good, uh, fun and games for most of us. Some people, it's a little bit serious in that, and we're going to talk about some of those topics this week. Um but before we get into that, this show is presented by Barbarian Apparel. It's also presented by our Patreon members. If you're not a Patreon member yet, you might give it a thought. It's $3.99. It is uh, pretty cheap compared to other paywalls in the sport. Uh, we support all different paywalls, whether you're on uh, Rockfin, whether you're on Patreon, whether you're on uh, Flow even, Big Ten Plus, ESPN Plus. Maybe we'll call our Stalemates Plus. Um, but for now, it's just the Patreon fam. So if, you, if you're if you not a part of that, we encourage you to jump on there. Uh, we like to use the money that we get from that to do uh, different things like Stalemate Street League, uh, fund some of our trips that we do. And uh, at the end of the day, it just goes back into this show. So we appreciate you. If you already are on there, if you're already on our... If you already are on our Patreon, or you're already a Patreon member, there is a Patreon-only version of this episode where we talk about three extra topics. So if you want to check that out, scroll down, click the link. Um, we already talked about Barbarian Apparel. You guys know. You see the hats. Uh, I'm not wearing a Barbarian sweatshirt right now. I'm just wearing a blank one. I should be wearing a Barbarian sweatshirt, but your boy's got to do some laundry. So um, Barbarian Apparel, if you guys need a custom team store for this upcoming season, we highly encourage you to check out the good folks of our brand apparel because they help us make our dreams come true and they can do the same for you. So if you need something from uh, Josh and Barbarian, scroll down, click the link, hit them up, and uh, they'll make sure to get you looking fresh for this upcoming season. We're also presented by Spider Mat Tape and Above and Beyond Wash and Seal. If you guys need good mat tape, Spider Mat Tape's the way to go. If you guys need a new custom floor and you live in the state of Iowa, it doesn't have to be custom. It could just be a plain floor. The best in the business, above and beyond, wash and seal. Go check them out. Without further ado, um, Tyler, is there anything you want to say for the show, I guess? Uh, I, never, I never really no. asked you that, but I guess I'll ask you yeah. right now. No, nah, we're good. I think we can just dive right into this one. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get into this week's episode. Roll the intro. <laughs> Okay, so you guys can see we got our four topics at the bottom. We're going to talk about Michael Kemmerer. We're going to talk about Iran. A little foreign policy on this show. That's the first. Edmund Ruth. That's our good feel-good story of the week. And then Downey and Bellator. You guys don't like when we talk about Downey. This is something, though, that we have to talk about. I feel like it's kind of the closing chapter in wrestling. So we'll, we'll send Downey off with a what fill-in-the-blank on how you want to send him off. Uh, but we're going to talk about that at the end there. 
you guys know though you guys had to figure that this camera story was probably the lead story um and so we're, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and just jump right into it um tyler do you have the the docket up real quick yeah okay well before well hold on a second let me rewind a little bit this goes back a little bit so if you guys re remember last show um we talked about how our friend of the show i actually tried to get him on the show this week it didn't work out i told him when the time is right he can come on the show the time was not right this week but our friend pat manio put out this tweet that said that michael kemmer was going to be retired which ended up not being true not ended up, <laughs> it ended up not being accurate and um i think it had you can call me crazy but I think it had a little bit to do with how with why we saw Kemmerer wrestle on Friday and Sunday. I was wondering the same thing, honestly. They're just trying to like play with the with the waves of like information coming out. I think that the Brands Brothers, or maybe just the Iowa camp in general, pays attention to, as we like to say, the streets a little yeah. bit more than we might think. Oh, for sure. They definitely yeah. saw Pat's tweet. Yeah. Um, they've definitely been paying attention a little bit. Well, and I'm sure they had lots of people hitting him up after but talking about both Spencer and Kemmer. I'm sure, like, well, the, the fact that everybody involved were. The fact that Kemmer put out, you know, that, that Pat was um, capping, per yeah. se. Yeah. Um, the cap. There it is. Then I think that, you know, probably made it even more on their radar. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Pat puts this tweet out saying that Kemmer's retired. Kimmer ends up saying that's news to me. Um, Goodwin kind of jumps in there, dunks on him as well. Yeah. And at that point, I wasn't actually fully convinced still that Kimmer was going to be retired. Right. Um, without revealing too much there. But I think Kimmer, I think Pat maybe jumped the gun a little bit. It ended up not being true. He ended up mm. wrestling on Friday. But I think that I, and when I say jump the gun, I think Pat jumped the gun. And I don't know if the big debut of Kemmer would have happened this soon had that tweet not been sent out. And I think that that was their way of kind of dunking on Pat a little bit. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I think it probably expedited him coming back or just specifically this week with the timing of it. I'm sure it had to play some part in it. And maybe, maybe not. Maybe Kemmer was supposed to always go like, you know, just second semester only. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, though, it seemed like, uh, seems like all signs are pointing that Kemmer wasn't going to be in the lineup for a while then. And then to, mm -hmm. to send him out there on like a Friday, Sunday slated dual weekend is, right. is, was pretty shocking for me to see. Against ranked opponents, too. The first right. guy I don't think was yeah. ranked. The second guy was ranked. I don't remember. Okay. Well, either way, he wrestled good. Right, he wrestled really, really good. good. Yeah. Uh, the second dude, um, I can't pronounce his name, Nijenhaus? It's a crazy name. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. I don't want to look it up. But uh, Garrett something, he he's, uh, wrestles for Purdue. And um, no, he, he's ranked. He just he just had a good win over Wisconsin. So he right. was kind of, he was kind of uh, looking to have himself a big weekend. And then I don't think he was ready to wrestle Kemmer. But that's not really, we're not really here to talk about the, the, the wrestling side of things in terms of this whole camera thing. Yeah. Uh, all signs pointed that Swafford was going to be the guy up until March. And this is kind of all coming from Minio. So we know that 
his original source on this was wrong. And, you know, I don't know if it's the same source or not. I truly believe that Pat did believe that Kimmer wasn't going to wrestle. But I can't blame Pat for believing that because they burned Swafford's red shirt the weekend before at uh, the Southern Scuffle. Right. He wrestled in an Iowa singlet. And if, if you guys know this, if you wrestle in an actual team singlet, then that burns your red shirt. That's why when you see guys wrestle unattached, they're wearing a random singlet that yep. they, they had from, from growing up or whatever. Um, so that burned his red shirt. Then on top of that, you have the promo video, the little presser. Uh, it's actually in the docket. Can you pull that up? Um, they ran this little like, well, it's like a little um, interview that they did there with, uh, with Swafford before the dual meet. So all signs did lead, and we'll play we'll play these videos. Uh, all signs did lead that Swafford was going to be the guy, and uh, Kemmer was was not going to be the guy. So it's not just it's not just Minio being Minio or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of signs that right. Swafford was was supposed to be the guy, uh, especially this weekend, especially Friday. Um, can you go ahead and play this uh, Swafford clip? Um, you don't have to, how long is it? Like 30 seconds. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and play it. Maybe. Um, let's see here. Our internet is not doing well right now. All right, here we go. Where's the sound there? The Southern Scuffle was actually a pretty surreal moment for me. It was, you know, it's like, like you said, it's like a lifelong dream of mine, you know. Brendan, have you prepared yourself for the moment where you might run through that tunnel out to 14,000 Hawkeye fans at Carver? Uh, yeah, I've been kind of running it through my head, you know, all week. And just, you know, I'm, I'm prepared, you know, to, for whatever happens. Do you have a walkout song picked out? Um, I've been scrambling, like, all week. But I, I actually just got a wa- uh, walkout song picked, um, like, it like right before this. Uh, I'm going to keep it secret. Um, right. Yeah, like, putting... So up- that right there shows that... Oh, yeah. He was supposed to be the storyline for the week. If you guys don't know, Brendan Swafford was a national champion, maybe, I think, two-time national champion for Graceland. Yeah. Um, Just a feel-good story. You know, the guy was at Graceland, two-time national champion, felt like he had done all that he could at that level. And, you know, he's going to go on and and wrestle and and fulfill his dreams of uh, running out in in front of all those fans, those 13,000 fans or whatever it is, Carver Hawkeye Arena, he was going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I true like the more you kind of look into this, the more you think they're trying to dunk on him. Now, I'm not saying that this like clears Minio of like like I think Minio was he was at the end of the day he was wrong. Um, he was wrong about Kemmer not wrestling. I think I think he kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Uh, he did have information, but he jumped the gun, and I think because he jumped the gun, yeah. they wanted to bury him a little bit uh and and this this clip of tom brands at the press conference afterwards i kind of asked why they decided to go with camera if you listen to the language that he says it kind of i think it kind of proves our point a little bit uh which at, at the end of the day this makes for good drama in my opinion Detractors probably more so would say that may be reckless, um, but he's a seventh-year guy, and it's his call. 
tractors. Yeah. Does that mean because you trust him a lot more? Because it's because here's the thing: show somebody, show us something. So you know, somebody show us something, show us that you want to go, and he, sh I want to go. So. Whether that's Kemmerer saying I want to go because Kemmerer wanted to dunk on uh, Mr. Pat Mineo or, or Tom Brands, but at the end of the day, it's Tom's call. And the fact that Tom's saying detractors. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be a shot at Pat. I think so. I think they're definitely in tune to like what they see and what information's put been put out there, especially with where Pat's got himself to now. And I feel like they just wanted to literally troll him a little bit. I think it was a, a little bit of a troll job. Mm -hmm. um, Brennan Swafford had a good response. So Brennan's brother, um, Josh Swafford, also a friend of the show, he runs an amazing um, site, puts a lot of work into mm -hmm. this uh, media wrestling media company, kind of more local to Iowa, called Pen Doctors. Uh, the dude knows his stuff. The yeah. dude actually, he wrote on a forum one time about one of my matches. If he's going back and looking up homework on my matches, and I was like, as relevant as it gets in, in wrestling, um, that means the guy does his homework. Yeah. With all that said, he did not feel the same way that a lot of people felt with Cameron running out there. A lot of people were excited that Cameron goes out there, and I get it. It's his brother. It's his big moment. If I, if you really want to do some research and go look at Penn Doctors, they were like celebrating beforehand, like they were in this like right. super mood that their brother was going to go out there mm -hmm. and and wrestle. They were uh, playing guitar and like their harmonica and singing. Like they were like doing some sort of pre-match like. Um, nerves thing because they believe that their that his brother uh, Brandon Swafford was going to go out there and wrestle. So it wasn't just right, you know. And I and, and like must they must have not known at all until like literally it was time for one seventy four. Just judging right. from the reaction and everything like that. Right. But. He was he was pretty upset. Do you want to pull up? Uh, this is a comment from um, yeah. The wrestling man that says hello transfer portal. And Swafford said, if there is no explanation, then this is hands down the most effed over my family's ever been by anyone um yeah, you know a big claim and then can you pull up uh what brennan said because yeah um yeah, yeah he, he had a good did. tweet yeah just so everyone's fully aware i still love being a hawkeye and fully support my teammates regardless of what you may have read so you know at the end of the day i think there was a lot of emotions involved but i don't think that um i don't think brennan's going anywhere no i think camera i think was probably going to wrestle the whole time but i think that they definitely they definitely it seems, I shouldn't say definitely, it seems like they were trying to punk Pat a little bit by throwing him out there at that time. Yeah, 100%. Like, I think I that agree. up that whole week, it was so offered. And I don't think they would have burned mm -hmm. Swafford's red shirt for this thing. Right, yeah. And, I mean, and they had all the media prepped and everything, too, with, like, what's a good storyline for the week and everything like that. I don't think they're going to put in much effort to change that unless they're wanting to prove a point to someone. And I think I think I think that they did prove a point a little bit. However, I think Pat's gonna come back stronger. <laughs> and you're gonna you can't see stop him. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see to see I mean, Iowa fans hate Pat. Yeah. I tried to get him on the show this week. I feel like some people are kinda coming around on him a little bit. Um, you guys know that I've defended Pat multiple times on the show. Uh, we don't always see eye to eye, but I think Pat at the end of the day has has his, his heart in the right place. Um, I'm, I'm going to get killed for saying a lot of this, but I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care. He's, he's been good to us. That's all, I'm, that's all I care about. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, he keeps it interesting. 
you know, and and uh, that's what our show's about is keeping things interesting. Yeah, definitely. And it sucks because I don't think he's ever going to be able to make it to Iowa at this point either. I, I think we can I, make it happen. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope so. I, I think, yeah. I think, it I think. It runs deep somehow between the Hawkeye I, community and Pat Minio. The, the Hawkeye fan base is. They do not like him. No. Good. I mean, I'm glad we've never really been on the receiving end of right. the Hawks. Yeah. We've been kind of close. Yeah, a little bit. We've had a couple comments. <laughs> people are starting to notice yeah if you guys are listening to this by the way can you guys go ahead and hit subscribe we just hit 3,000 subscribers oh yeah uh yeah can you hit hit a yeah maybe an air horn or an air horn maybe there we go there we go thank you guys thank you for subscribing to stalemates it's been it's been a fun ride it's been uh we're coming up on two years and we've hit 3,000 subscribers. We really want to hit 10,000 like to see that 10k would be amazing and we can't Mm -hmm. do it if you guys don't hit subscribe so that's the easiest way. We talk about Patreon and buying the merch and spending money and stuff with us. That goes a really far ways. But the biggest thing that you can do without taking your wallets out is hitting subscribe, dropping a comment, a, a, a like or anything. Also, if you're listening to this on um, Apple or Spotify or however you listen to your audio-only version of this show, which you can do, um, leave us a review on there. Let us know. You know, Let us know what you guys think. And um, that will also help us as well. You know, all these metrics are, are great for us in terms of, like, seeing how far the show has gone. So um, I won't beg you anymore, but I ask you nicely if you guys could please do that. Okay, let's get into the next topic here. Iran, did you see this, Tyler? I did. Yeah, I didn't look too deep into it, but I got the gist of it. Um, pull, pull that tweet up really quick. So I'll, I'll, Eric, you go ahead and, you go ahead and read it. Breaking Iranian regime's wrestling federation calls for violent death to America before U.S. wrestling duel meet with Iranian team in February in Texas with expert comments by people. Say the names. Sarder Pache. Laden Barzagan. Right. Um, I yeah. feel like there's got to be some kind of misinterpretation, which I haven't like looked at any articles or anything, but I've just seen people upset about it. I I found some information on the mat.com. I did I did some digging. That's how if you know if I go to the mat.com that I did some freaking digging. <laughs> yeah. Not just Twitter and and uh, the wrestling room. Which shout out to both those, but I I went even farther. When I first read this, I kind of had well, I did have I put up a joking tweet like, "Yo, this is not how we, you know, talk around. It's mm-hmm. not how we trash talk around here." I took it as like some sometimes in in different languages there's these different like nuances that yeah. don't translate over well Just the way it interprets yeah like if i was i'm a packers fan right if i'm gonna say we're gonna kill the chicago bears well like that on, sounds on paper that could look violent right yeah, yeah. and i think that that's kind of what we have here can you pull up um the clip there um I, this, this is guy. what i found yeah go ahead and click that really okay. quick this looks sketchy to click on yeah <laughs> میگیم مگبر آمریکا ولی مهمتر از مگبر آمریکا عملشه یعنی هر که اون دکتری که حتی کروات زده اینو بذاری اون دکتری که حتی کروات زده کارش داره خوب انجام میده به نظر اون داره میگه مگبر آمریکا خیلی اصلا حرف میزنن کار نمیکنن باید با کار ما به دنیا ثابت کنیم okay so can you read that though for the people that are listening um, that, that tweet underneath there what that says more important than the slogan of death to the U.S. to 
is to act on it, said the president of the Iran Wrestling Federation. With his U.S. green card in his pocket, he is trying to get visas for members of the Iran wrestling team. Okay, and scroll down for me. Um, Keep going. I wonder who that is. <sighs> he unblocked us, by the way. <laughs> nice. For a second time. This one? Another uh, one keep, keep going. going down. I had it, so if you clicked it, it would automatically uh, pull it up. All right. Um, wait, where'd it go? Wait, wait, go back up. All right, you're all over the place. Scroll up. All right, all right, all right, right here. Scroll down a little bit so I can see it. Um, all right, so he says, so this is on the mad.com. Someone was like, can you guys, can anybody, like, I think that's from Iran, like, tell us what's going on here. Like, mm. translate it for us Americans in a way that doesn't sound so messed up. And uh, this user by the name of, can you scroll up a little bit so we can see the username? Restfan. Restfan. Okay, so scroll down. Go ahead and, and read that. Death to America. Yes, that's the exact word he is using. It's hard to explain for non-Iranian people, but nowadays it has a different meaning after being used for 40 years. Obviously, a country can't die. It's just a slogan, a disgusting one without a doubt. If you listen to the whole interview in that part, he is talking about something like, if everybody does his job, our country will be good, and that way we can beat U.S. policy against Iran. When he says act on it, he doesn't mean killing America. He means doing your job as a doctor or whatever job you are doing to make the country better and show the USA that we can live under your very strict sanctions. Yeah, and then it keeps going for a while, but... Um, so kind of what we thought. Well, and then at the end there, that last sen that last sentence. And by the way, Deber isn't just a former wrestler. He was into politics before, so no, he is not under pressure. Nobody is really. He says these kind of things sometimes. He pretends to be super religious. I don't believe he is. He just pretends. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what level of uh, political awareness that they have, but this is probably not the most wisest thing to, to say in this climate is death to America. However, again, we don't really yeah. know these little nuances. I've seen some people like kind of advocating that we don't let the Iranian wrestling team in here. Um, I really hope that doesn't happen because I, yeah. I think we might be going down there and I really right. want to see it happen. However, at the expense of what? But I believe that what this guy is saying is is true, and that's kind of the the interpretation that I had when I first read mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, it's like yeah, I'm, hey, I'm I'm gonna kill you in this. It's like okay, well, I mean, Definitely. it doesn't mean I'm gonna yeah. literally end your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And what he's saying, You've kind of just been like programmed though to like, I feel like take those literal interpretations when it's like. Uh, Iran and then something with like death threats and stuff like that. I feel like a little bit it's kind of been programmed into us to react that way. Right. And like I don't blame people for, for reacting this way, but I think I think it's a little bit out of context. Um but it is crazy how how passionate that they are about hating on the US. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they have the strongest fan base for most of the wrestling worlds I've seen anyway. Iran yeah. and India. The India people yeah, are, are wild crazy. too. Yeah. Maybe just, we, maybe us Americans have to get on get on their level a little bit and saying death to Iran. Yeah, we have to. We literally have to kill the countries. <laughs> we just got yeah. we just got monetized on YouTube. I don't know if we could be <laughs> on death to Iran on here. Oh, we wait, just hit, the, hit, uh, hit 
Hit that one. Hit that one. Those rap bastards. There we go. The YouTube. The there YouTube we go. mods are out for us. Yeah. Hit, hit, yeah. So. Those rap bastards. There we go. So I ran. Hey, I ran. If you're listening, Tyler, hit that real quick. Those rap bastards. That's what we. That's what we think of you. One more time. To you. Those rap bastards. There we go. Gunshot. Boom. Oh. <laughs> that, that might get pulled off YouTube <laughs> if we do that. We keep doing that and we talk about I ran and hit. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Next topic. This is something that's kind of getting overlooked. Yeah. Um, at the Matman Open, everybody was talking about the whole Corby and Willie fallout. They lost their eyeballs. They lost their vision. And um, all of a sudden, we forgot to talk about Edmund Ruth. Old Edmund Ruth. This is Ed Ruth's brother, if you couldn't tell by the name. And this kid... He should get a 30 for 30 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could, I don't know, maybe we could find out a way to do we something. But I think that uh, I love seeing this kind of stuff. I said that we were going to do the, you know, feel-good story of the week. We did it for a couple weeks. The past few weeks have been pretty toxic over here. We've been talking about people breaking up. We've been talking about people fighting. We've been talking about, um, you know, leaking information and all that stuff. But this is a feel-good story, and it doesn't start that way. Tyler, can you kind of tell people uh, what happened here? Yeah, which I'd known about him already just because he's been doing good at Opens this past year, and uh, I never realized this part of his background story where he basically he completed high school, and he was going to Lehigh. Lehigh at first, and then he pulled out not very long after starting, and then later on in the year. Wait, got, why, why though? What did they say? Did you read it? <laughs> no, I read it. <laughs> why did Deferred? he get pulled over? Why did he get pulled over? Oh, but yeah, you haven't later. you haven't told the people what you haven't told the people yet. Why, like why he got kicked out of Lehigh? Oh, it's, I thought they were separate things though. Like he left because uh, deferred eligibility due to the coronavirus pandemic. And yeah, I don't so think the, he was wrestling at all, and then he got arrested for the drug charges. Right. Yeah, I actually tried to look this up and try to figure out what the actual timeline was. The the the. Main thing is, though, is that he was he was supposed to go to Lehigh. He was a big recruit out of high school, uh, Pennsylvania. I think he was a two-time state champ, four-time placer. And uh, supposed to go to Lehigh, and he eventually gets caught up. He, he runs a red light. He's got, uh, yeah. he's got weed, a jar of weed in the car. He's got some mushrooms in there. Some mushrooms. This, this young gentleman was just trying to have a good time, you know. And uh, he gets, he's, gets caught up by the 12. And... Essentially, gets kicked out of Lehigh. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was going to Lehigh, took a break to do just for um, athletics. Yeah, for yeah. for uh, COVID reasons, mm-hmm. and then he ends up uh, he ends up getting himself getting in some charge. legal trouble. Then he takes it upon himself. I know you're like, this is supposed to be the feel good story. You're talking about this young kid getting arrested, right? But let me say this too. They originally, and I remember when this article came out, they, they, they had him like on some meth charges. And I remember reading that thinking, because I thought it was Ed Ruth. Right. Who's had his, you know, run-ins with the law a little mm-hmm. bit. But I thought it was Ed Ruth. I was like, Ed Ruth is like selling meth? That's what, yeah. that's what they originally came out and said. Upon further research, the meth thing I think was fake news or like, Something that along the lines, be. like, they just, like, dropped it, and it's, like, the, the meth thing was, like, a lie or a fabrication. Cause, yeah, because there's, like, a whole editor's note on here about, like, some charges that were originally wrote, and they're edited out because they turned out to be false or, like, thrown they out. They should say meth. 
You can't yeah. just be like, hey, some charges. It's like, no. The right. meth thing he was, was a lie. Not doing that meth. No. Yeah. Weed and mushrooms are a completely different ball game than meth, meth yeah. when it comes to getting in trouble. And just in general in life. I think most you could you could find more people who have had fun with weed and mushrooms than meth. Probably yeah. They're probably into more wholesome activities than the meth guy. Yeah. You'd think. For sure. A hundred percent. Hit the stop the cat button. Stop the cat. Thank not you. Not meth. Not meth. This is not a meth podcast. Stupid. Or a mushroom and weed podcast. This is brought to you by Mount Mountain Dew. Just reporters. Yeah, we're just reporting. Anyways, he gets pulled over. He gets in trouble. Then, you know, does nowhere to wrestle. He's supposed to go to Lehigh, get this amazing education, and his life is not looking so hot. This dude literally wrestles his way back into another Division I school, a Big Ten one at that. This guy goes and wrestles at the Matman Open. He beats my boy uh, Manny Rojas, uh, future cyclone, been cheering for him. Uh, he was looking good. And he gets, and he, you know, Manny, Manny and him, you know, they wrestle. Edmund wins. I think Edmund ends up winning the Matman Open. Yeah. And now he's joining his brother Ed at Illinois. Can you pull that? Can you pull mm. that up? Yeah. I like that they used like the same exact picture from the article from years before. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if that's the same website or not, but it's a good it point. Is, it is. Uh, yeah. So he committed to Illinois. Yeah. So can you, can you do like a pull, pull, hit the, um, what? They got me on the subscriber block. Yeah, don't pay for that. Yeah, um, hit the hit the applause and the the air horn and all that. Yeah. So shout out to Edmund Ruth. You know we we like to see these guys doing that. I love a good feel good story. Mm-hmm. I I'd seen after he'd won the Matman that he was still uncommitted, and um, I, I remembered I, that Ed I did Ruth too. Was now at the coaching staff at Illinois, so I was like, why wouldn't he just go to Illinois? I remember seeing him. You know, thinking like if he wins this Matman Open, which had a lot of hype behind it, mm. this is gonna land him somewhere. I didn't think yeah. it would be a Big Ten school, but uh, one more air horn for your boy. Got it. Yeah. So, congrats to you, Edmund Ruth. I'm cheering for you. Uh, if there's anything that we can do, let us know. We'd love to do like a little episode about it. It'd be it'd be great. Mm. Um, and I think the the court case is still ongoing, but it seems like it's. Uh. I know that the felonies are gone and it's going to be dropped down to misdemeanors. Yeah, it must be in a good place if he's able to do these things at this point. Uh, an air horn for his lawyer, too, for that. It's a good lawyer. Mm-hmm. All right. Next topic here. Let's move on. Um, let's see here. Downey. I don't like talking about Downey. <laughs> we somehow always talk about him. I know. But I think that we should. This is the official retirement of Pat Downey being talked about on our show. Maybe it's a yeah. It feels like it feels like a chapter closing. We'll Maybe. See. I mean, this has been in the works for a long time that Downey was supposed to go this MMA world. Right. He's totally gonna skip the whole underground scene and go straight to the big leagues. If you guys don't pay attention to MMA. There's UFC is the main one, and then right behind it is Bellator. A lot of times in Bellator, mm-hmm. you see uh, really young prospects or you see kind of retired UFC champions, retired UFC vets. Regardless, they pay pretty well. I don't know what his deal looks like, uh, but Pat Downey signed with Bellator. I think that we should sue Bellator because he's tech, you know, 
he signed a contract with us. He hasn't fulfilled it yet. Right. Yeah, they got to see him fulfill that contract through first. Scott Coker, man, give me, give us a call. It's, I don't we, know. We have to release him. We have to release him first. <laughs> right? Right, yeah. I don't even know what to make of this. Like, part of me doesn't want to believe it. Why? It just seems like, yeah, it's like a sudden jump. And, like, I don't even feel like he's really established even in, like, He's been doing like jujitsu tournaments and stuff like that, but just to mix martial arts at all, I don't feel like he's that established. I want to talk about a little misconception that we've heard. And, you know, I kind of had this opinion at first, but the more I pay attention to the MMA world, the more I kind of don't believe what some people are saying. A, a lot of people talk about wrestling media and say that, um, or just wrestling fans in general or wrestling culture that we don't like bad boys in, in the sport. Mm. Uh, we don't like people like Downey. If Downey was in the MMA world that we wouldn't even, um, be talking about some of the things that he does. I don't think that a lot of you guys know the MMA media. I don't think that you're watching guys like Ariel Hawani. I don't think that you guys are watching guys like Mark Raimundo or Ray, Raimondo. I don't remember how you say his name. He's an ESPN guy. They've already put out a little article about Pat, and they're calling him a polarizing guy in the sport. I don't know if I included it on there, but I could uh, um, ESPN put it out there. We could. Uh, I don't know if we could pull it up right now, but um, but they've already put out an article about Pat being signed to. Bellator and they included his um felony charges of him getting you know punching Dang. punching uh the guy he knocked out somebody's a, a student in Baltimore or something like that oh, um okay. allegedly I don't actually don't know if he ever got charged so we're just gonna yeah. throw out the word allegedly out there Pat allegedly uh got in a fight and um and knocked out somebody's teeth and this and that you guys already know this stuff so I'm not I'm not bring anything new to light they also talked about him getting kicked out of iowa state they failed to mention that he didn't show up for his match on street league one so yeah. um hit, hit, hit uh top through. top rap bastards for me one time bastards yeah media name wrestling or uh, mma media however my point is i don't think they're going to be as forgiving as a lot of people say when there's more money involved when there's corporate sponsors involved when there's way more eyes on the sport in MMA than wrestling currently, I don't think it's going to be as forgiving as a lot of you think. And um, we're going to find out. I hope it goes well for Mr. Pat. I'm not one to, you know, stop the shine for some people. All I'm saying is I feel like it's not going to be as forgiving as a lot of people think. I think there's a lot of future headlines in the future for De for Pat. I think that um, he's going to have to win. If he wins, this all will work out very nicely for him because he is a polarizing guy. The more that he wins, the better he does, the more he's going to get paid because if there's one thing Pat doesn't lack, it is the entertainment factor. And that is why we continue to talk about him on a show. Whenever we talk about him, some people don't like it. Some people reach out, they say quit talking about him. When Pat gets posted on multiple forums for running scams or whatever he does, allegedly, the comments are always quit talking about him. So the fact that we keep talking about him is entertainment. So if Pat does really well, he wins a lot of fights, he works his way at the ladder, gets into the UFC one day, he doesn't even have to do that. Dylan Dennis is over at Bellator, and, and he hasn't fought in two years, but 
He's the entertainment factor. So Scott Coker and them, they know what they're doing. Um, but just know, I don't think it's going to be as forgiving as some of the wrestling people are. We already know Pat, right? All, everybody over here, we already know Pat. We followed Pat since high school days. So we know the kind of things that Pat does. So the fact that people say wrestling's unforgiving, he's, this guy's had multiple chances. We'll see if he has those same kind of chances over at, uh, at the Bellator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot shorter leash with that much more on the line. Promotions aren't going to really put up with that as much. Are you going to cheer for him? Yeah, I want to see him do well. I think it'd be really entertaining. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see his trajectory because win or lose, he'll probably bring more eyes than maybe just a traditional starting out fighter in Bellator. And so I want to see like how that kind of pairs with his like trajectory into the actual league. Yeah, I mean... If he does well, chances are people are going to go back and watch that interview right. video with him. Yeah. And the numbers are going to go That's true. Up. Yeah. Winning always helps. Yeah. Like they did with Echemendia. They went back and watched that when he was going <laughs> through that. Yeah. I don't recommend that. No. Um, all right. Well, if you guys like this show, give it a thumbs up. Hit subscribe, a like, a comment. If you want to take it a step further, join the Patreon. Um, or even just tell Barbara and Apparel that you appreciate that they sponsor the show. If you guys are listening to this, on the podcast formats, um, give us a good review or just just a review. Just give us a, a review. Say, tell Apple, tell Spotify, hey, we like these guys. Um, and, and that's going to help us in the long run. So we appreciate you guys for um, tagging along. Tyler, you got any last words? Um, no, I don't think so. Like uh, he said earlier, we don't really push the podcast part much, but I've looked at the feedback on it before and push, appreciate all the people who actually take the time to leave a response or a review for our podcast. And so thank you yeah check that out and leave a review if you get on there all right well if you guys are not patreon members or you're watching this on just youtube then uh we thank you for watching if you are a patreon member stay on the line we have three topics that we're going to bring up to you guys we're going to talk about adeline gray's beef with flow we're going to talk about um gannon grimmel coming out of retirement and, and he's in the transfer portal and brady Berge, uh leaving the coach's corner and now he's going to be in the middle of the mat wrestling again for Penn State and we're going to talk about flow wrestling and uh and that whole Michigan State Arizona State debacle um less about that but more about the production side of things so if you guys want to listen to the rest of this episode uh scroll down subscribe to the patreon three dollars and 99 cents and uh it'll be the best four bucks that you can spend a month I guarantee you that um but if this is it then thank you for watching we hope to see you guys at the next video (laughs) 